Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. All right, welcome back as we uh, kick off the uh, lunch hour here on 1700 The Champ. Trent and I take you until 1 o'clock. An abbreviated Jimmy Bean TC, you and I basketball coming up here uh, at one uh, thirty, and then the drive when they get to it. Once the Panthers are finished, uh, we'll get to Wolfgang and Trent. We're going to get to Doc Fuller right now, HawkeyeSwarm.com. Uh, Hawkeye Swarm gave away a pair of tickets. At least that was the original plan, going to give away a pair of tickets to watch uh, Nebraska and Iowa. The contest that the Hawkeye Swarm Twitter account was total points, closest without going over in Illinois-Iowa. And the tiebreaker, should the need arise, was the total touchdown passes by Iowa. Well, Doc, the best late plans sometimes go awry. And, um, well, they did again here. <laughs> As we have yeah, two winners. I mean, How about that? How are you? Two winners. I mean, my goodness. And we had, you know, two uh, others that what, Close. 60, 62 and three. Yes. And, uh, you know, what what a contest. I mean, you know, uh we, uh, I don't know. I, what we have about 30, 40 entries or more. Oh, I think more than that. Yeah, probably 40, 50, you know, somewhere in there. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, what a great contest. And and I tell you what, um, you were going to do a draw, right? Yeah. Well, I'm going to offer up my two tickets, uh, two of my tickets. Would. And uh, so what I would do is I would draw for my tickets because they're in row 11. And whoever. Uh, that person is will get those two tickets because they'll be sitting right behind the bug eaters, aka the Nebraska Cornhuskers. And uh, I'm not sure uh, where your tickets in section 105 are. But, I think they're uh, up high. But here's the thing about the tickets, Doc. And I used to love tickets when I was not a kid. When I was, you know, 80s, and I collected tickets like crazy. And the tickets that uh, that we got after the season tickets came out, they're just you know, a ticket, right? They're created by, you know, by whatever that ticket system is, like a Ticketmaster ticket. The ones that you have, I mean, no offense on there, that's a good-looking ticket. That's a souvenir ticket right there. Oh, those are souvenir tickets. I mean, and uh, you, you just hate to give them away, but uh, what a contest and, and what a way to end the season. Well, uh, no, there's with... no doubt. And here's the thing, Doc. I don't think, you know, when these guys were guessing 63 points, they didn't think the 63 points would all come by the Hawkeyes, let's be honest. <laughs> well, I didn't think it was going to be either. I mean, uh, my gosh, uh, you talk about putting a shellacking on those boys, mm. and uh, I'm not sure if Lovey is going to make it back to Iowa City. What do you think? <laughs> You know, I'm kind of torn. I think they owe him a bunch of money, but we're seeing now the coaches are, I mean, Mike McIntyre's getting $10 million from Colorado. Uh, thanks. Uh, we don't need you anymore. Here's a $10 million a parting gift. Uh, Lovey Smith is owed a whole bunch of money. I don't know. I really don't, but, but boy, oh boy, it was just, they were just completely outclassed by the Hawks, Doc. Oh, every aspect of the game. I mean, uh, it, 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 I didn't even get my adrenaline flowing. How about you? Yeah, no, there was nothing. There was really no drama in it. Well, here's the other thing. Didn't get a lot of adrenaline flowing on Friday night. I know you're a big basketball guy. All your AAU stuff that you've done, working with kids as you've done over the years. Uh, you're a big basketball guy. Doc, we gotta be. Uh, we got to talk a little bit about this uh, McCaffrey's Hoopsters, now ranked number 20 in the AP poll that just came out this morning. Nobody saw this coming. Boy, oh, boy, they are kicking you-know-what and taking names so far, Doc. That was a very impressive couple of days in NYC. Oh, and, you know, I got to see the second half of uh, that game, 
And, yeah, I mean, we're out there playing defense, and if, if, if we continue to play in the defense and uh, uh, like that, uh, good things are going to happen because, uh, you know, that was one of uh, Bobby Knight's uh, last week his, uh, during a speech. We learned to play defense, and we tried to figure out a way to outscore, you know, just score one more point than you did. And that's true. And uh, on defense creates good offense. That he does. It's a great, great, certainly, basketball start to things. You're always optimistic. You're, you're always hopeful about the team. How good can this Iowa basketball team be in your mind? Well, you know, we had this discussion. Uh, I still think, you know, they have us, what, pick 10th in the Big Ten? I don't think that's, that's way too low. I've said that. I, I, I could see us settling in probably four or five Uh and we could, make a, we, we, we could make a good run. And uh, if all the pieces of the puzzle, you know, uh, continue to fall our way, uh, you know, we could make a run in the Big Ten tournament and possibly win it. But well, I'll the be... Big Ten is very strong. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that. The Big Ten is very strong. And... Uh, it, it, you just got to get hot at the right time. Well, Connor McCaffrey was terrific on the uh, the two days in New York City. That's That was my biggest takeaway from the whole thing. I love the fact that they're playing defense. You know, we heard the right things, and they clearly are looking after that end of the floor, and that is all effort to play defense. Connor McCaffrey, Doc, I, I didn't see him having this impact this early in his – granted, he, I mean, he had to sit out all, all last year, but boy, oh, boy, he was good. Oh, you know, and we knew he was going to be good uh, coming uh, to the university, and basically we're hoping for a redshirt year, uh, you know, sit out and play baseball. But, you know, uh, he is that missing piece and uh, for this offense because it allows Bohannon to move over to the shooting guard and, and uh, do what he does best, and that's create and uh, hit those threes. Doc, great stuff. Thank you for being so generous, giving those tickets away all season long as you did. Great stuff. We will, uh, if we don't talk to you, I'm sure we will before Thanksgiving. Uh, Have a happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, and we'll talk soon. Thank you, Doc Fuller. All right. Everybody have a good Thanksgiving. Appreciate what you do for us. Thanks, Doc. We will take a time out. By the way, I've I've heard from one of our winners, Mm -hmm. Matt Berg or Berghawk. Berghawk. Chris Fry is the other winner, and he's missing in action. Missing. Well, I don't know about that. Have you contacted him? Well, I tried to direct message him, and it says I you can't. You can still do... just tweet to him, Bill. I can. Yes, I guess I can do that. Right, Chris Fry, Fritz C three. I've uh, Berghawk and I have been direct messaging back and forth. Yeah. Tickets are being picked up at G Migs tomorrow when oh, you're okay. there doing your show. Chris Fry, total points. I mean, he's got it. Equal sixty three. Tiebreaker, passing TDs, equal three. Right on the money. He's got tickets. And he's got tickets. What tickets would you rather have? Would you rather sit at the 50 up high, uh-huh. and it's just like a nondescript ticket, or have these pictures with Noah Fant, section 106, which is just one section over, mm-hmm. row 11 right behind the Nebraska bench. Where would you rather sit? Up high. You'd you, rather have the 105s. You, you get too low in Kinnick, you can have some issues. That, that's, is 11 rows too low? It is. It's getting there. It's getting there. All right. We're uh, 20. That, that was always in the student section, 20-20. Back gotcha. in the old days, so you want the to be, section, okay. 20th row, 20-yard line. And that's okay. what we always shot for. Our ticket's now in section 109. We're at about eh, 25th row right now. Now, what range. game did you sit in row one? 
Last year, last year you were. Oh yeah, that was in the end. That was a Penn State game. Penn State game because yeah. happened right in front yeah. of you. Yeah, the final touchdown. You yeah, can yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. And I looked real pleased. So what were you doing in row one that night? I uh, was able to sit with my some family members, my cousin, and very nice. Uh, had the wife along, so we had to get some extra tickets for that one and got some good ones. Row out one, you were. We'll yes. take a time out. We'll talk to Dylan Mons, uh, Ames Tribune next. Uh, lots of ground to cover with Dylan. We'll do that on the other side. It's the Ken Miller Show, seventeen hundred, the champ. Catch play-by-play coverage of select NCAA games right here on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with a full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full-color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at Complete Auto. Showplace Kitchens is changing our name to Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. What hasn't changed is the commitment of our professional design staff to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. For a lot of people, going big on Black Friday means a 75-inch 4K TV. But while the masses are lining up at 4 a.m. in front of an electronic store, you'll be devoting yourself to what really matters, the one you love. This Black Friday at Jared, get up to 50% off a select pair of half-carat or one-carat diamond stud earrings and go big for the person who deserves it most. Just visit us online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted. Offer valid on Black Friday only while supplies last. The holidays are coming, and the tools and the savings that come with them are already here at the Home Depot. If someone on your Christmas list would like some new tools, from top brands like Milwaukee, Ryobi, DeWalt, Makita, Husky, or Rigid, make their wish come true and do it with savings that stretch your holiday shopping even further. This is how you gear up for Christmas. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports, cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. This year, 
It's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, the largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. If you've ever visited Salisbury House and Gardens, you know that its architecture, fine arts collection, and beautiful grounds make it a truly one-of-a-kind historic house. We're lucky to have such a unique cultural experience right here in Des Moines. But like many other historic house museums across the country, Salisbury House depends on the generosity of community members like you to keep our doors open. You can help preserve and interpret the past, celebrate the present, and ensure a sustainable future for Salisbury House Foundation by contributing to our Season of Giving campaign going on now. Visit at salisburyhouse.org to donate. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. We bring out your best, the look that's really you. And Mr. Executive, you won't believe what we can do. We make the difference, the perfect style for you. You can lease a car, lease a computer, you can even lease a business suit. So why not lease a hair system? Mr. Executive in Windsor Heights is proud to offer you this new opportunity. For just $200, you can enjoy real hair for 90 days. After 90 days, you can keep your new hair system with a $200 fee going towards the purchase price. Call Mr. Executive at 274-4049 or visit them at 6983 University in Windsor Heights. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself take you until one Scott document from the athletic bottom of the hour. Dylan Mons right now, Ames Tribune, Iowa State, K-State. They will kick off Saturday night at 6 o'clock. I think, Dylan, uh, Fox Sports 1, Dylan, is that what I saw? Yep, FS1 will carry it. FS1, 6 o'clock. Well, let's go back to this past weekend. And, you know, I guess maybe one of the bigger stories, of course, David Montgomery was a huge story, but maybe Brock Purdy looking like a freshman for the first time, and that defense had a lot to do with it. They kept the spy on him, at least early in the game, 33 uh, wasn't going to let him go down the line of scrimmage, and 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 uh, he wasn't falling for that uh, ball fake that he's done so effectively. Brock Purdy, for the first time since he took over, um, you know, kind of looked like a, a freshman. Yeah, and I think a lot of that was due to just how the Texas defensive front was kind of able to to own Iowa State um, at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. I think um, you know that that group has been growing throughout the season and and looked better uh, in the last few weeks, but Texas, kind of what they've done the last few years is they really controlled the line of scrimmage, both on offense and defense. It was really able to limit a lot of what Iowa State tries to do because, um, you know, I think we might have talked about it last week. That group needed to, to play well, have some good push-up front to give Brock Purdy a chance to kind of get some things going, and then while they were trying to work in those uh, backup running backs with Kanae Nwongu and Johnny Lang, they needed to, um, 
you know, probably hold their own a little bit better than they did. So I, I think that was probably a lot of what affected Purdy, just because the coverage in the back end was, you know, decent. The Iowa State was getting open, you know, at times. But, um, you know, when you have uh, that little time to throw it and take five sacks, it's it's pretty rough and, and going to be uh, a hard to put up a lot of points or production. Wazarike, that injury at the time felt like, well, they've been building depth, but has it turned out to be a bigger impact than you anticipated? They haven't been able to generate much of a push defensively. Tackling has been a little bit down. That injury, did we maybe overlook it a little bit, Dylan? Yeah, I mean, he was, he was starting for a reason, so I think um, certainly it was a, a hit. Um, you know, Matt Leo had played well at times, uh, struggled a little bit uh, on Saturday, so I, I think, um, you know, that, that group is one of the deepest on the team, so um, they weren't necessarily worried about it from, from that aspect. They knew they had guys to plug in and replace them a little bit, but the, the way that Yuvaz Rike was playing and, and the kind of production he had and, and just um, his ability to contain the edge a little bit, it was something that um, you know, Iowa State was missing quite a bit because early in the game, Ellinger was, was able to get out and make a few quick steps on the side and, and cut it upfield. And he had that one touchdown run and a couple others there uh, on that first drive that kind of kept Iowa State off balance. So, um, yeah, he'll be missed. It sounds like he could still maybe get back for the bowl game, possibly. But, um, you know, for now, they're just kind of making do with what they've got and, and kind of trying to bring those guys along. You know, who's the uh, the best quarterback you've seen in person? Uh, Murray, uh, Greer, Ellinger, of course, he only played a half. Michelle was perfect, for crying out loud, but Ellinger's better. Who's the best quarterback? And maybe we should wait. No, 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 K-State does have a quarterback. Who's the best quarterback you've seen in person this year? Yeah, I probably would uh, uh, lean Murray. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I've seen Greer a ton of times on TV, and he's looked spectacular. Obviously, um, it wasn't the case in Ames, but I'd right. say probably in person, just playing against Iowa State, I'd say Kyler Murray has been the most electric, most productive, um, just because he he's so fast. Uh, you know, Sam, Sam Ellinger um, was able to take off and make some really nice steps, but the way, um, you know, and Charlie Brewer was good too, but yeah, I think was, Kyler Murray point. is kind of a step. Yeah, so I, I think Murray was probably a step above those guys just because, um, you know, he was able to kind of distribute the ball a little bit to the guys on the outside. But when he cut it up, it was so effective and, and kind of devastating at times. And I'm a Cornelison guy, too. This is you know, yeah. a little deep, sure. deep yeah, league. Absolutely. So it's Kansas State. And, well, we know about the history. Throw it out the window. It's a rivalry game. It's I far don't care. Ma- it's Farmageddon. <laughs> Iowa State is a better football team, they no are doubt. Year, yeah. But the ghosts. And how about that? But K State had a nice win this past they week. They did. And it feels like a lot of tepidation from the fan base right now. Are, are you sensing that right now, Dylan? Yeah, it feels like people are they're probably just feeling snake bitten mm-hmm. from the last uh, 10 years in the series. <laughs> you miss an extra point to tie it. That would have sent you to overtime. Obviously, in 2015, uh, the fumble was a field goal. Um, last year, the you know flags being picked up in the drive uh, mm-hmm. to end the game, uh, uh, but it, it's kind of it's been an interesting series. I think I've been at every game since um, you know maybe I missed one in the last um, seven or eight years, and they've all just been kind of uh, crazy or bizarre, and mm-hmm. um, you never really know what's going to happen. But um, this Kansas State team is different than the ones of the past. They've had their ups and downs, um, but I think. Um, they, they are playing better right now, and they, they're kind of going with two different quarterbacks. But the way they beat you is with ball control, and that can kind of translate whoever is, is behind center in the backfield. So 
Um, if they can do that, then, then they're going to give themselves a chance. But I think Iowa State is a better team, have more talent. Um, so, yeah, I wonder if you'll see Iowa State maybe take a little few more shots um, on offense to kind of, um, you know, exploit some of the mismatches on the outside. Of course, the Bill Snyder angle is this the final time he makes his way to Ames. you got to think that uh, if, you, if you were a betting man, I think you'd probably bet the yes at this point. If you're a betting man, Dylan, where will you say that you're spending your Christmas, uh, your Christmas holiday? Will you be in Orlando? I think that's probably, as we sit here today, the most likely destination. Help us out with the bowl destination. Yeah, I'd probably say Orlando is, is the most likely. Um, I, I think Oklahoma... Uh, I think they go and be West Virginia next week. So I think they get to the, I think they do get to the playoffs. I think Notre Dame or Michigan will slip up. Um, Oklahoma slips in. And then, um, you know, West Virginia, maybe depending on where they are, they get some, some sort of New Year's Six Bowl. Um, I, I guess it depends on where they're ranked in the college football playoff this week. And then what happens in that Oklahoma game? Maybe if Oklahoma doesn't make the playoffs, um, you get two New Year's Sixes there. Texas goes to the Alamo Bowl, and then Iowa State, as the fourth team in the Big 12, would go to the camping world. So I'd say that's probably one of the most likely. I mean, there's scenarios probably where you go to the Texas Bowl in Houston. Um, I don't don't probably see Cheez-It Bowl at this point, um, but uh, I think there's a few things that could fall uh, a few different ways that could end up that. But I'd say camping world is probably um, most likely right now. 30 seconds, Dylan. Hoops tonight, Arizona. I, I know that's Heine's baby, but uh, your thoughts on the Wildcats out in Maui tonight? Yeah, I'll be interested to see how those those youngsters for Iowa State kind of handle um, that level of the team for the first time and, and kind of the grind of a three-day tournament. But, uh, you know, their veterans are going to have to play well. Taylor Horton-Tucker is going to have to come in and probably play solid minutes for him. Tyrese Halliburton is going to have to take care of the ball. So, uh, it's it's going to be a heck of a test for them, but uh, one, I think, um, from the sounds of it, that they're pretty pumped about just to be in that level of tournament. Dylan, we'll talk to you on Wednesday. We'll get our last look. You'll have had your press conference Tuesday as we're off on the Thursday and Friday, so we'll uh, catch you on Wednesday. Thank you, Dylan. Yeah, thanks, guys. Take care. Talk to you. Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune. You can read them online, amestrib.com, amestrib.com. You can follow them on Twitter, at uh, Dylan Mons, at Dylan Mons on Twitter. Um yeah, those young kids against Arizona, right? Yeah, and just... Now, I haven't seen, have you seen anything on Arizona this year? I have not. I have not seen them. I have not seen them. I know there's a Winnipeg around the squad. Oh, really? Number 24. Does he play? Yeah, 20 minutes a game. Wow. Sophomore. Any relation? No, I've never heard of the kid until I looked at the roster today. <laughs> ah, I see what it is. <laughs> I thought, well, it just jumped off the page. Well, of uh, course. Yeah, you know. Uh, Smart kid. Oh, Leave Winnipeg be. to go to Tucson. I'm done. I'll be there in two weeks. Oh, you will? In Tucson. Yes, I will. Wow. Looking forward to that. Leaving you on your own, but I'll join you a little oh, bit. Yeah. All right. I'll, uh, Scott Dockham is going to join us next. Trent and I look forward to that. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Conn and myself till 1 1700, the champ. The ISU Coaches Game Day Show. Nothing but Cyclones. Four hours before select Iowa State football games on 1700, the champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin.
Bring on the cold and join Special Olympics Iowa for the annual West Des Moines Polar Plunge on Sunday, December 2nd at Raccoon River Park in West Des Moines. Special Olympics Iowa provides year-round sports training and athletic competition to over 15,000 Special Olympics athletes and unified partners in the state of Iowa. The plunge will begin at noon and a post-party with music, food, drink, and prizes will immediately follow. For more information, please contact Special Olympics Iowa at soiowa.org backslash plunge or call 515-986-5520. We'll see you on December 2nd at Raccoon River Park. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems. The right door, the right way. Hey, it's Opie. What's up? You may know me from my years in radio talking to famous funny people while locked away in a dark studio. Well, I'm finally free! I have a new place to talk. The Opie Radio Podcast. You'll get unfiltered conversations with unpredictable guests, and it doesn't hurt that it's hilarious. Just go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, ask your smart speaker, or go wherever you get your podcast. It's easy, free, and on demand. The Opie Radio Podcast. Download it. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. 
build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100 Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charter House Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC and Clive. Our reviews say it all. I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process. Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all-new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade. It's our final segment. Thank you to Dylan Montz, Ames Tribune. Now let's get the Hawkeye perspective with Scott Dockerman of The Athletic. Uh, a lot of ground to cover with Doc. Want to go back to Friday to the Garden when the Hawks uh, had a resounding victory over UConn. We've got to look back at Illinois. We've got to look ahead to Nebraska. But I, I'm, I'm surrounded by Bears fans in this segment. My partner Trent Condon, hardcore, and our next guest, Scott Dockerman, also a Bears fan. Uh, what a way to end the weekend, uh, fellas, and I'll, I'll get you in here, Doc. Um, are you surprised that they seemingly had their way with Minnesota last night? Not really surprised. I mean, uh, the Bears generally have played well against uh, the uh, the Vikings at home over the years, and their defense is pretty good. And I guess, uh, you know, the fact that the way that they were able to, to get an early lead and play defensively, I think, really helped them. But... You know, Minnesota came back and uh, made it a game late, but, you know, I mean, now the Bears are seemingly in control and a uh, game and a half up and, you know, approaching the final third of the season. You know, i got to ask you, because Trent and I have had this discussion early in the program, he's not on board with your quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky, who's in his second year and is in his second system and is, is as big of a weapon with his legs as anybody in the league. So far, we've seen the you know the growing pains that young quarterbacks struggle with. Trent's not buying. Are you Scott Dockerman? Yeah, because I'm older, I have a little more patience. You know, I think hey, you know, the kid's in his second year. He only started one full year at North Carolina. Um, you know, he makes some mistakes, but he's what twenty two, twenty three years old. Uh, you know, give him some time, let him relax. I remember when Drew Brees was. I covered uh, the Chiefs when Drew Brees was with the Chargers, and he wasn't very good for a few years there. Um, I would have hated if it, the whole NFL would have given up on him, too. And I'm not suggesting Mitchell Trubisky is Drew Brees, mm-hmm. but 
but it does kind of mean that uh, you just got to give some guys time. And I think his skill set is similar to that of Tony Romo, really good active feet, uh, you know, good arm. Um, I, I think he's just got, uh, you know, I think right now, just ride it out. Um, hopefully Matt Nagy can continue to call good games. And, and you know, who knows? Maybe this isn't the year, but maybe uh, 2019 might be. All right, Doc, let's get into the Iowa Hawkeyes' dominating performance over Illinois. Does it change anything for you? Does it change the perception, what you think of this team going forward? What did the win, 63 nothing, do for you? Well, I, I, I think what it shows is what Iowa is capable of doing. Now, granted, this was Illinois, mm-hmm. and I know that people have reminded me of that several times when you try to say, hey, they played well. well but, you know, it was only Illinois. Mm-hmm. However, Illinois was ranked eighth in the country in run, defense, in run offense. Um, they uh, they were also kind of on the edge. That was their last crack at getting to the, the postseason. And Iowa was on a three-game losing streak with three tough losses. It could have been a, a game where Iowa could have walked in and you know and, and found itself in an in an untenable situation. Instead, they took care of business in all three fronts. They closed out the game. They didn't allow Illinois' running game to get too heavy on them. They forced some turnovers. The run game finally reached a had a 100-yard rusher. Uh, quarterback threw three touchdowns. Tight ends were finally involved the way they were, and then AJ Epineza completely mm. dominated the game. So I, I, you know, special teams scored. So I think it was as complete of a performance as you'll ever find, and and really, there, there's nothing to nitpick from it. Yeah, I'm with you. And, and my biggest takeaway was uh, was Epinesa, who had uh, just a breakout performance. He was unblockable. The punt block, the the touchdown, um, the 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 fumble that he caused uh, is just. Um, just an unbelievable performance out of a kid who's clearly going to play at the next level, which leads me to a guy that we thought was going to play at the next level maybe as soon as next year. And no offense, at this point, Doc is saying all the right things. Are you surprised that, uh, at least at this point, he's, he's, he's certainly not playing his hand by by no means? No, I mean, he's he carries himself well. And I think that's a, a credit to himself first and then also to everybody around him. I mean, uh, you know, he he speaks the the, the way he, uh, he he talks in interviews reminds me a lot of a professional. You know, a guy like a Tony Gonzalez, who I used to cover. You know, just has that carries himself well and has that the good mannerisms and you know, and he's trying to be a good teammate at least publicly. You know, I you know I can't speak to exactly how he is. You know, you know in practice and on, and on what have you. But I think right now that's uh, you know why he's doing. The things he's doing, I think, is helpful for the team, at least from a public standpoint. So uh, the the conversation that he had afterward, I think it was Mark Emmert with the Register, about still not decided what the NFL is going to be. Is that just uh, back to the good team, teammate thing? Or do you believe there's a chance he'll be back in 2019 for the Iowa football program? I doubt it. I think what you'll see is from him and a handful of other players is they will uh, they'll submit their names and see what the NFL stock says. In no offense case, it'll say probably either first or second round, and then he'll leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think the danger for Iowa is if T.J. Hawkinson does the same thing, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, he'll probably get the same type of grade. So you might lose both tight ends right off the bat, but these tight, this tight end combo is off the charts as far as what they've done. I mean, Iowa's had some obviously great tight ends. Nine have been drafted under Kirk Ferentz. Uh, going back to 87 was probably the best group until now. 
Um, and these guys have caught more passes than any other tight end group in, in Iowa football history. They're almost exceeded, uh, you know, the total yards of any group in, in football history. And touchdowns are only one away from equaling last year's numbers. So uh, this is an, a, a tremendous group. And, and uh, you know what, I don't fault a guy who's thinking about his future. Um, you know, I mean, does he want to go back to school for one year and not get paid when he can be a first-rounder in the NFL and get paid? I mean, I, I would certainly tilt towards that outcome well your uh your, your former uh, colleague at the gazette and i know you guys are still doing your podcast mark morehouse mentioned at some point in the fourth quarter that, that they, he said that this is as few of people as he's ever seen uh in a big 10 stadium so this is the fourth quarter i get it illinois is getting the snot kicked out of him but how many people were there doc because we really never got a good crowd shot as the game went on i counted with I think it was 11 minutes to go uh-huh. in the fourth quarter. You really did? Student section. Yeah. The, the, the student section, there were 32 kids. Jeez. In the student section. And Iowa had, you know, high 50s on the board. I'm thinking, you know, the, the, Iowa's got almost as, double as many points as Illinois has students there. And oh. I would say by the mid-fourth quarter when I was on the field, if there were, there was probably 5,000 people there, and almost all of them are Iowa fans. It was, um, Illinois has got to do something here. You know, I, I remember... You know, just looking back at some of the stuff that Illinois was able to do in the 80s. I mean, the 80s, you know, we talk about Iowa here provincially, but Illinois was really good in the 80s and, and had fantastic defenses in the early 90s. And, and it can be done there. Uh, but right now, holy cow, uh, that I've seen some bad days at Purdue and Indiana uh, crowd-wise. Nothing like this. This was as bad as I can remember. So to Black Friday we go. Nebraska on tap. Cornhuskers certainly playing much better than they did with the 0-6 start. They get the victory against Michigan State over the weekend. Your thoughts as the Cornhuskers come to town, a chance to get to 8-4 and four still. Most seasons, pretty solid year for Iowa football. You can't dismiss the enthusiasm that Nebraska has right now. I mean, after an 0-6 start to win, uh, you know, four out of the last five, that's, that's impressive. The loss was to Ohio State, and that was a close competitive game on the road. So they are playing better. They've got a good balanced offense. They've got a really good running back. They've got a you know a dazzling quarterback. Two really good receivers, one of which didn't play over the weekend. Uh, but you know when you look start looking at Nebraska's defense, I mean there's a lot of warts still. Yeah. Now they played a they won a nine to six game, so you've got to give them credit for that. But Michigan State would have scored six points or fewer against just about everybody in the Big Ten. The other day, you know, they didn't have their top running back, uh, a terrific wide receiver in Felton Davis. They can't figure out what to do at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so it's just, you know, I, I'm not dismissing it, but I'm I'm not going to give it like, hey, the black shirts are back either here. So, I mean, they rank 12th in the Big Ten in, in scoring defense, total defense, rushing defense, and pass defense. You know, they're 12th and third down. They're, they're 13th in time of possession and 13th in penalties. So they have all these things that are kind of against them statistically. I think this game, the outcome of this game will be determined by Iowa. I think it's by what can Iowa do offensively. I mean, it ran the ball effectively against Illinois. It, it has at least reached 100 yards in every game but one this year. And uh, what Nate Stanley does through the air, I mean, does he, you know, aim his passes or does he just kind of let it, fly, you know, fire away? And, and I think if they do that, I think Iowa wins. I think Iowa's a better team. I, I think that's proven. But that said, Nebraska is going to come in and play hard, so Iowa is going to have to make sure its, um, you know, it, its enthusiasm matches that of the Cornhuskers. Because if not, we've seen those games in the past. You know, when Iowa State 
traditionally plays Iowa really hard, and if it gets in the fourth quarter and you're going, how is this game close? Well, it is because the other team really cares about it. So this is uh, Nebraska's Super Bowl, no doubt about it. Yeah, it really is, Doc. It's their bowl game. It's all wrapped up into everything. You know, I think we're going to miss this this game, boys, in this spot after next year. And I know it's going to come back in 2022, but I think it's taken a while, but I, I believe that it's that it's accomplishing what it was set out to do. That you know to form that little bit of a rivalry because I I take it you know when I but not I don't pull but when I'm on message boards and on Twitter I get the sense that Hawkeye fans really want to beat Nebraska and really want to rub their nose in it. I get the same thing with Husker fans. Maybe some Husker media involved there too. But is is this becoming what the Big Ten thought it would be? Because I think we're going to miss this after next year, Doc. It is, except for one thing. They really haven't played any games that mattered. <laughs> That's the real problem mm-hmm. here. And that this is what's prevented it from becoming uh, that you know, upper echelon rivalry type game is we haven't seen a game yet where they both, you know, on Black Friday, they're, one of them is going to you know, win the Big uh, Ten West title and the other one has a chance to do it too. You know, a winner take all or mm-hmm. you know, and somebody stole something from the other guy. You know, if like Iowa was say they were in the driver's seat this weekend going to the Indianapolis, and if Nebraska was to come in and, and take Iowa's lunch, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, then you've got a reason for hatred and stuff. But I will say this, that, you know, one thing about rivalries are if, if, you're, if you win against a, in a team for no good reason, even against your own self-interest, then, then you, you know, then I think that's a rivalry. And I can see that with Iowa and Nebraska that there is a lot of disdain. Iowa fans will not root for Nebraska under any circumstances, whereas it might for an Iowa State or even a Wisconsin. And I think Nebraska fans hate Iowa. They just don't really want to be a rival of Iowa because they look at Iowa as kind of some, you know, embraces some score of mediocrity that they don't want to have. So that's why the the insecurity versus uh, self-righteousness just makes this thing go. And, and so I'm just anxious to see in the future, can they ever get to a point where this game means something to both teams at a high level? If it can, man, it, it, it could really take off. But right now it, it's, it's good enough. I, and I think it's, it's, it's done its purpose, as you mentioned. Doc, uh, as you look at the other side of the coin, what you're doing now at The Athletic, great work, great columns every week, uh, always interesting storylines. We're not sure about the basketball side, if that's going to play a part well, now a 4-0 basketball team, ranked by many people. Is this changing the equation at all? Seth Davis uh, on the phone saying, Doc, you know what? We need you with this Iowa basketball team. They're interesting. Go do some hoops for us. Please? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure I will be doing some basketball at some point. But, I mean, I'll tell you what. That was as impressive oh, of a weekend yeah. as I can remember, yeah. you know, under Fran McCaffrey or, in you know, in a long, long time because – Iowa hadn't won one of those out-of-state tournaments since 95. And uh, just, just to see, to go to New York and play name, you know, programs, a ranked team in Oregon, UConn, which has tremendous success, and to win the way they did, this is what we kind of thought they might be last year. Um, and all it's really about is, hey, they're playing better defense because you look statistically, I mean, you know, even against uh, UConn, you know, 14 assists, 18 turnovers. They're four or 13 from three-point range, but they got to the free throw line. They oh. made their free throws. You know, they were good. You know, you know, they shot almost 58 percent in the second half. This is a team that's uh, that's capable, and I, I think there's a lot of reasons for that. But right now, um, the, they're showing that okay, last year might have been a blip and an aberration, and I think it comes at a perfect time for 
for the Iowa fan base. Well, the roster's the, the same with the exception of two pieces. And Wieskamp went to New York. He made a three-and-one free throw, and that was it as far as offense out of him. But Connor McCaffrey, on the other hand, was as big of a factor in these two games, particularly uh, in the UConn game uh, when Bohannon got in, uh, in foul trouble. Connor McCaffrey, did did we expect him to be this good? Because last year I go back and you know when uh, when he just he had one thing happen to him after another. I mean, he was a nice player, but he wasn't really going to be that much of a contributor. Doc, I don't know what he did in that year, but he certainly I would think changed a whole lot of opinion as to what he's going to mean to this team. McCaffrey was sensational. And that is everything this team needed and more is what they got from Connor McCaffrey. I mean, uh, you know, we kind of expected him to be kind of a a buffer, if you will. Okay, sometimes he can come in and take some minutes away from Jordan Bohannon, let him play off the ball, um, you know, pass the ball around, score, you know, occasionally, kind of a six-point guy. Uh, but instead, when Jordan Bohannon, as you mentioned, you know, got into foul trouble in that first half, uh, he stepped in and played lights out. And, you know, he was a four-star recruit, so it's not like he was, you know, just was, uh, this isn't Johnny Licklider here. I mean, you've got a guy who's, you know, oh my. <laughs> scored 19 points, you know, got to the free throw line, made most of those shots, you know, missed all, missed only one three-point attempt, so he got, you know, scored a lot from the field. And then, you know, probably biggest of all, especially in the role that he was playing, five assists, only one turnover. So he, he made sure that they, they scored and, and he didn't turn the ball over. So I, I think this was something that, uh, you know, obviously was, was important for this program, but I think it also shows the possibilities. And one of the best parts about this team right now is you're looking at, um, you know, by redshirting two guys that I think it allows a lot of the, especially the bench players, to relax. They're not necessarily needed to just go in and, you know, the pressure is there, you know, okay, well, I don't want to lose my, you know, these minutes. And I think it, it allows uh, Fran not to play, you know, be as pressured either when, Okay, we've got Ryan Creener. You're out there. You're playing. Don't worry about it. We don't have Jack Nungy coming off the bench or last year Ahmad Wagner when it was just too thick. Now they can play a little more loose, and I think you're really seeing the benefit of that. Doc, the Big Ten looks to be an absolute bear this year. Uh, top to bottom, a lot of great victories all over. Where does Iowa fit in this mix? Is, is it a team that can challenge for the top, say, third, top five of the conference? Is it still more in that middle tier? What do you think the upside is of this program as it pertains to everybody else? Well, I think I mean, I think they're in that in that top half. Uh, certainly, they they're competitive in that top half. Uh, but we'll know in that that week there the overlap of the last week of the, this month, first week of next month uh, when they start Big Ten play. They play Wisconsin at home, then they go to Michigan State, and then in non conference play they they play Iowa State. I mean. And before that, pit in the in the uh, ACC Big Ten Challenge. So those four games against four you know Power Five opponents will tell us a lot about this team. I mean, if they go zero and two to start Big Ten play, then then maybe they've got some things to work on. If they go one and one, okay, they're they're not that far off. And if say they were able to to sweep, my, man, that could really spur this team into some action. So I think we're still not completely sure. They played well this weekend. I can't dismiss that. And uh, did it, you know, in a, in a road environment, essentially, you know, by playing UConn in New York City. But, you know, I, I think you, you can allow yourself to be a li- at least a little bit excited after, you know, last year where I think everybody was disappointed. Last thing, Doc, uh, at least for me, Holiday Bowl, by most likely destination at this point for, uh, uh, for the football team? 
I would probably go with that as, you know, depending on if they win this weekend. But I would probably say that's probably 60% likely. So that's pretty high for this time of year. Yep. I mean, the, I think the Citrus Bowl is still an outside possibility because, let's say, Penn State gets into the New Year's Six, uh, you know, Festival or something like that, and Northwestern gets shredded in the Big Ten Championship game. It's not like the Citrus Bowl would want Northwestern anyway. Um, you know, they would take them. Uh, but if it's, it's a, a big blowout, they're not going to really want – to have a team like that in there. So I think that's probably the, um, you know, most likely is the Holiday Bowl. I think people would be fine with that, happy with that, probably play a, a good opponent, you know, Washington or Utah or somebody like that. Uh, but, uh, you know, and then there's, you know, if they lose, then maybe something like the Music City Bowl might be in play. The Tax Slayer Bowl was in, in Illinois, but uh, didn't, uh, you know, they, they can't even go to that bowl, so I don't even know why they're there. But <laughs> <laughs> Typical. <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, yeah, I'd say Holiday Bowl is really most likely. Thank you, Doc. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Appreciate it. We will uh, talk to you uh, a week from today. Thanks, Scott Dockerman. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, good to talk to you. Scott Dockerman from The Athletic. Should ask Doc his opinion on Ohio State and Michigan. After what we've seen the last two months? Did you see Urban Meyer on the sidelines? Oh, yeah. Trent oh, yes. bent over, and mm-hmm. I kind of felt for him. Did you? I'm being a tad. I didn't. No, I don't think uh, you're alone. But it's just, it was kind of, it was difficult. Will you go there? Feels like an act. You think that's what it is? I really do. You know what? I wouldn't put it past them. Not at all. I, I wouldn't. I just, sadly, I wouldn't put it past them. It's unfortunate, but that's, mm-hmm. as it was happening, is this real? I mean, that's the first thought that popped into my mind. It, that's, I mean, I, I can't criticize you for having that thought. I don't think you're alone. I really <laughs> Probably not. How about Michelle uh, Herman's shirt? Did you see the shirt that she wore to the game? Okay, cool. Hook him. Hook him. That was great. That was outstanding. Good for her. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. That's the, that's the, that's the only way to make anything out of the, a really unfortunate circumstances. Right. I mean, getting accused of, well, anyways. Yeah. Um. Let's before we get into your show tonight. Let's get you on the record here, uh-huh. uh huh. Because we've got Iowa State and Arizona coming up tonight in Maui's at eight thirty, right? Eight thirty, I want to say approximately. Approximately eight yes. thirty. Of course, by then we should be midway through the second quarter of the air quote game of the year. But I'm not sure either one of those two teams is the number one power ranked team in, in the NFL right now. I see what New Orleans is doing. My good God! Actually, eight o'clock. For eight the, o'clock. Eight o'clock for Arizona. Okay. Iowa State. No, so there you go. So maybe it will be eight thirty <laughs> because uh, the game before it is Duke, San Diego State. Mm. That's a scheduled five o'clock tip. Oh, it'll be it'll be right around eight then. A uh, four o'clock tip. Excuse me, four o'clock, East uh, Central time. Got I got Hawaiian time on here in Eastern four o'clock Central for Duke. It'll start right at eight. All right, eight o two. Whatever. It uh, it's Pickham as we sit here right now. So Arizona slate favorite. Point, point and a half. Yeah, but it's come back. I've seen a bunch of picks. Really? Yes, back the other yes. way? Oh. Hmm. I, I'm on Arizona. Are you? Yeah. Still depleted. Mm-hmm. Arizona lost a ton. It's not the same mm-hmm. team that you saw, but if I had to make a pick on that one, I'd be certainly Arizona. What about Monday Night Football? Though? Well, that's the big one, Trent. And um, look, it's your, your thumb's going to get a workout tonight. At least <laughs> mine is. Do, do you have an opinion on this game? I know a lot of guys that play. One, one play, mm-hmm. I mean... Um, one guy that plays significant amount of games, he can't touch this game. There's no opinion on this game. I'm kind of in the same spot. See that? Isn't that crazy? I would yeah. have thought that everybody would have at least taken a stab at this one. Has that moved off the three and a half today? Uh, let me look for the very latest as we sit here. 
It is, no, it's down to three. Three? Yep. Three. Rams, three. I'd probably lay it, but again, not, not overconfident. And you know, I'll What about the it. total? 63 and a half. Huge number. It's a huge number. I, I got something here for you. I, I wanted to bring this up. Let me, let me find it. It's a prop. Here it is. Will tonight's game between the Rams and Chiefs break the all-time scoring record in an NFL game? You know what the all-time scoring record I is? I don't. What is it? 113 <laughs> points. No. The yes, 15 to 1 plus 1,500. No, you got to lay 5,000. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> that, that's not going to happen. What a fun prop, though. It is fun. It is yeah. fun. Have you looked at the uh, at the numbers for the Thanksgiving games yet? A little bit. Your Bears favored on the road? Grab the Lions. That's what I knew you'd say mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. Dallas favored a touchdown, 7.5. You excited for Colt McCoy on Thanksgiving? You know, isn't that too bad? It, huh? Oh boy, isn't that too bad? And how about the irony on the what is the 40th anniversary? Thirty three years. Thirty three is that what yep. it was of Joe Theismann to the day to the day. Trent, the game, the Giants Redskins uh, Monday night game ended twenty three twenty one. No, same, it didn't. Yeah, same final score that we saw yesterday. That's crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah, that was amazing. Absolutely amazing uh, that the, that those numbers came up, but the, the injury itself, yuck. And then uh, the night game on Thanksgiving, um, New Orleans, just almost a two-touchdown favorite. Mm-hmm. The way they're scoring points? Yesterday was a wild moment for me. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, this is the defending Super Bowl. I know the roster's nowhere near as what it was. Anyways. Right. All right, what do you guys have coming up? you got Jimmy B coming up uh, well in about 10 minutes. What are you doing? Uh, we got John Bonacamp stopping by. We'll talk more Hawkeyes with him. And then we have you and I basketball this afternoon. Oh, that's right, the tournament, the yes. Paradise Jam. So, and the football team qualified for the playoffs. How about that? They got in at 6-5. and five. That surprised you because we were talking yeah. off air the other day. You didn't see that coming. They needed some help, I thought. And they get a home game. And they get a home game on top of it against... Uh, Lamar, Lamar, yep, Lamar of down in Texas. So they're in. I guess anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, the Panthers. They'll play Saturday basketball today, two o'clock. I think one thirty pregame's going to start. So we'll just have about a half hour. Me and Jimmy B. And uh, not sure what time we're going to be getting yeah. on the air with the drive. I'd guess four thirty, probably somewhere in there. Yeah, something in there. So we're finagling some things, getting ready for the drive home. Uh, good stuff. We'll be back tomorrow at noon. At uh, noon at eleven, uh, we've got uh, Zuba Mahente going to join us for sure. Look forward to that. Uh, Trent and I are with you. Well, Monday through Wednesday this week from eleven until one. Jimmy B and TC one to two, and then the drive with Wolfgang and Trent from four until six. Until tomorrow, enjoy what promises to be just a wonderful night uh, in the world of sports. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 11. Thanks for being here. All of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, 2822 East 29th Street, Des Moines, 410 8th Street, Southwest in Altoona. Until tomorrow at 11. Have a great day, everybody. Right here on 1700 The Champ. Hey, it's Taz. And I'm the Moose. Join us for our brand new morning show every weekday morning, Taz. That's right, from 5 to 8 a.m. on 1700 The Champ. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial vinyl print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. 
Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. What's in store this Black Friday at your local Staples? Comfort. And joy. As in the comfort of a Staples gaming chair. And the joy of big Black Friday savings. Great for work or play, Staples gaming chairs are just $99.99, 50% off. Plus, you'll find huge Black Friday savings at Staples on the hottest holiday tech, laptops, printers, tablets, and more. The most wonderful deals of the year are at Staples this Black Friday, where there's a whole lot in store. Ballot 1122 to 1126.18, while supplies last. For a lot of people, going big on Black Friday means a 75-inch 4K TV. But while the masses are lining up at 4 a.m. in front of an electronic store, you'll be devoting yourself to what really matters, the one you love. This Black Friday at Jared, get up to 50% off a select pair of half-carat or one-carat diamond stud earrings and go big for the person who deserves it most. Just visit us online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted. Offer valid on Black Friday only while supplies last. What's in store this Black Friday at your local Staples? Comfort. And joy. As in the comfort of a Staples gaming chair. And the joy of big Black Friday savings. Great for work or play, Staples gaming chairs are just $99.99, 50% off. Plus, you'll find huge Black Friday savings at Staples on the hottest holiday tech, laptops, printers, tablets, and more. The most wonderful deals of the year are at Staples this Black Friday, where there's a whole lot in store. Ballot 1122 to 1126.18, while supplies last. In a world where dynamic design needs vibrant styling, only one vehicle will rise. Introducing the Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross. From the engineers who brought you available super all-wheel control comes a touchpad controller, head-up display, and more. Audiences and critics agree with 0% APR for 72 months plus $1,000 cash back. The Eclipse Cross is a must-see. Now showing in a Mitsubishi Motors dealership near you. Offer ends 11-30-18. Available through Ally Financial. Subject to approved credit and insurance. Price terms, vehicle availability may vary. May not combine with factory cash rebates. See a dealership for details. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes. 1700, the champ. 